Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I 270 and MD 85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1 800 Gamble. What's going on, you guys? It is your man Morgan Man. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode of CDL Tuesday right here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, powered by the Worst Tate Network. Guys, I have a very special guest. He is a huge fan of the Call of Duty League. As a matter of fact, he is posting a lot of fantasy stuff, and this is a Twitter that you definitely need to check out. But I'll let him introduce that all by himself. Let's please welcome Kyle Toombs to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Kyle here. Uh, yeah, avid uh, Call of Duty fan competitively for uh, multiple years. Uh, been following since Black Ops 2 and just uh, recently picked up following Call of Duty Fantasy. So, yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter. That's where I do most of my posting, at uh, Kyle Clashes. All righty. Yes, definitely. Uh, that will be in the description below for you guys to check that out. If you follow me on Buzzsprout or any other other streaming platforms, and that matter of fact right there. But we're going to go ahead and get straight into today's action, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the London Royal Ravens home series. We'll, we'll talk about the home series, and then we'll start getting into some players. Um, and, of course, you know, Kyle's expertise of fantasy for the players and the team so um Kyle, going off of the london royal ravens home series right here you know this is a good matchup from what we're seeing uh the groups has been already revealed um I yeah don't know, we, we we should go ahead with the groups for the home series so yeah uh group a you got ultra empire rocker mutineers legion and gorillas how do you feel about that group a <laughs> I, I love that you brought this up first because this was one of the things I really wanted to talk about because all of the hype has been around Group B because it's so stacked. Um, and, I, and I think this Group A could very well be just as stacked because we, we, we see it that it's so weak compared to Group B because we haven't seen the Ultra considered a top team up until they won the Majors. So if, if they continue to perform like they did at the Major, then Group A could be way more competitive than people think. So um, I know when it got announced, I joked on my account that, you know, hey, which group is the better group, Group B, Group B, or Group B? <laughs> and, they, and the winner was Group B. But um, this Group A could very well be scary, especially with the roster changes that group is seeing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Toronto Ultra, they're definitely a good, a good team, but – I know I'm going to disappoint a lot of Toronto Ultra fans, but I'm not buying stock into them just yet. Yeah. I really want to see them, especially now with the announcement of LAN coming here very soon, I want to see them win a LAN event before I buy stock into the Toronto Ultra. Yeah. 
Dallas Empire, honestly, I feel like it's been on a down on a yeah, on a downgrade here lately. Like, you know, their their shots are still on point, but they're just not closing matches like they used to back whenever the the league first started going online. And uh, Minnesota Rocker definitely with uh, what's his name? I believe it's Stance. If I'm not, not oh, Standy. Yeah, Standy. Yes. Oh I was, yeah. I was thinking Bands for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, Standy, uh, definitely rookie MVP right there in my in my honest opinion. Totally agree. Yeah. Florida Mutineers is kind of in the in-between team. Like, they win the games that they're supposed to lose and lose the game that they're supposed to win. <laughs> yeah. It's a coin flip. Yeah. Paris Legion. Now, I would buy stock in them whenever it comes to land because back in Modern Warfare, whenever we were having land events, they were given optic a run for their money then and then whenever online came you know it just kind of hurt them so i could see the paris legion honestly winning a home series or even a major on land uh the la gorillas they're they're like the florida mutineers it's a coin flip of you know they win it they win this one that they're not and then on so forth uh, but Group B, of course, you talked about this being the most stacked. Uh, yeah. Phase, Chicago, Optic Chicago, Thieves, Subliner Surge, and Royal Ravens. Honestly, we could just get rid of the Royal Ravens. I just don't see them <laughs> competing uh, right now for anything. They they have got to go through a major roster change yet again, I do believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the Ravens, I mean, it's it's awful that they started their season off with the wrong player. You know, Zero is still, for whatever reason, in limbo. Um, but, I mean, I, I do have to say, I mean, I, I think the Royal Ravens could still be considered, I mean, you could have a struggling Thieves. You could have a struggling Surge, depending on, you know, what happens. But I, I think one of the biggest things to take away here is that this has to be the most competitive we've seen, like, Call of Duty, right? I mean, like, we've seen so many upsets this season, and you could easily see any one team in either group winning maybe two series. I mean, it could it could be a crazy upset stage like last stage where – Rocker came out on top, you know, and, and just blew blew away Dallas and blew away Optic with Standy. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree that Standy is a MVP caliber. I mean, I, I get Insight being, like, the number one because they just won the major, but Standy's had the most impact uh, on an individual scale, uh, scale rookie-wise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, how do, you, how do you feel about this being the most, most competitive league we've seen, I would say, ever in Call of Duty? Oh, I, I don't agree. This is like th this whole year has been competitive. Like, yeah, every team has came out swinging from the gates, uh, for even from the lowest of the lowest. And, and you couldn't say that back last year because a lot of teams were so used to just competing against the other pros, you know, every single home series instead of getting the the lower tier teams to you know just warm up against like it was back in the CWL. Yeah. Uh, but now since these teams are so adjusted to playing against other pros every single you know home series or whatever the case may be th they've got that practice in and now they've gotten better instead of going against the amateur teams but yeah group b definitely it, it is most stacked it's the most competitive but group a i believe can top things off over group b but it's gonna be very hard whenever you got you know the atlanta phase and optic chicago yeah let me give you an example 
I mean, just look at the groups. I mean, who's who's first in group B? Phase. Who's last in group A? Gorillas. They literally just played each other like three weeks ago and gorillas like smashed them. I mean I mean if that doesn't tell you how competitive the scene is right now, it's I mean, I don't know what will. Um I mean I, I just think I think it's kind of like the NFL, which you know we both love uh, as, as as football fans. Any team can win any Sunday. I mean that's just that's just the phrase. Um I think I think this applies here as well. Oh yes, for sure. Um, you know, I compared the the phase and optic rivalry to like a Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning back in the early twenty teens. Yeah, like that. That's how great that rivalry is. But now you're getting these new rivalries like Subliners Empire or Mutineers and Seattle Surge. Because Modern Warfare, it was Gorillas and Surge, but now it's mutineers and surge but speaking of the seattle surge you know out of this group selection i think surge is going to come out on top in this stage three it could be a dark horse for sure because wherever i watched the or not what yeah whenever i watched the like the face cams right before the matchup you know i can tell the kind of the vibe of what Seattle Surge is going through. Like, if of course, Octane, he's the veteran. He's going to get his team hyped up no matter what. But if the other players aren't kind of like, you know, like, you know, dancing along with them or, you know, like just, you know, like let's F and go or whatever. Yeah. I can tell Seattle is not going to really win that series. But when they're all on the same page, it, it's magic, man. And I believe if Seattle Surge can carry that momentum, they can win the stage three major. I mean, for me with Seattle, it just it just comes to one one player for me. I mean, it's Gunless. I mean, Gunless has been considered a top player since his United days in what was it IW? Um, I mean, just ever since then, he's basically plagued any team he's played for. I mean, the Huntsman last year, where I mean that was a star lineup, and he basically just sunk the ship because of not his gun skills, but just because of his attitude and problems with working with teammates. So I think, I think working with Looney and Pristini as, you know, close, um, you know, friends of his and teammates he's worked with and had success in the past. Um, I mean, this is definitely the best opportunity. I would agree. Uh, best opportunity search has to make some upsets. Cause again, thieves could fall flat. I don't, I don't know how they managed to be the, the third team in this group just based off putting a new roster together and having a Cinderella type story in, at the major uh, last week or so. Um, and I mean, who knows New York could be struggling with their new roster. So surge definitely have a really go- good opportunity to come away with the, um, you know, at least some points, if not the major win, they at least climb the ladder in points. Oh yeah. Because right now is the crunch time to start winning Yeah, in April and May because Gosh, you know, June, maybe July. I don't know what it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be too late. But then you got the world championship, you know, playoffs gonna start happening in like early July. Yeah, and I think it's it's just the top eight teams. So if you're in the bottom four, then your whole season was for almost nothing. I mean that then I mean for a player like Octane and someone of Gunless's caliber, I mean that's just that's just crazy to think about. Because I'm pulling up um, 
I'm trying to pull up the stats right now. Um, are like the uh, CDL points. Yeah. Let's see standings. That might be where we need to go. Yeah, here we are. Um, yeah, yeah, they're 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 bo- they're the bottom second, right above London, which it's it's not hard to be above London <laughs> at this point. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Seattle, they are sitting at eleven. But I mean, yeah. you're really gonna have to hope for Paris to fall off. That's gonna be kind of hard for Paris to fall off, especially if we go to land. Uh, Florida, with uh, I believe that they brought back Havoc now. Yes. Um, yeah. They could they could be very scary with that. I mean I, I mean Slack's a veteran, and I mean Havoc's been playing for a while too. But I think Havoc had really good success with this roster last year. I mean you know Opt, um, Neptune's in this, and you know they don't have Pharaoh um, obviously. But I mean Havoc could spark a spark of a fire in these guys, and they could definitely be very hard to catch up to. And then, and then you got LAG sitting right at that number eight spot to just barely sneak in there. Yeah, at that number eight. So, if you're Seattle, you've got to crunch and win your matches. You know, starting at this series right here. Yeah. Forward, and then you, then you're if you're a Seattle Surge fan, you got to hope for Paris and Florida to start losing their matches and maybe let LAG, you know, lose two or three down the road. Yeah. Um. But yes, but still, overall, Group A and Group B just looks absolutely terrifying. I would not be, I would not want to be in any of these groups. But <laughs> I would have to choose, I would have to tr- choose tr- Group A <laughs> if, if it were me, because it seems like it's going to be the easier group out of B. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree. And again, I mean, my point with if Ultra shows up, B or A could be really scary. But I mean, you've got Group. B with FaZe, who's almost flawless. Optic, who could show up any given week, but could also fall flat. And then New York bringing in Hydra, I mean, that could be super scary, you know, on its own. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think Clayser tweeted that, you know, he was wanting to take some time away. Is this why Hydra is going to be stepping in now? Um, I think with Clay, I think that was just a, a moment. Um, I mean, Clay's definitely had a hard year with – I mean, I mean, he's always been dropped. I mean, every year after he wins a world championship, his team has to ditch him or abandon him, whether it's forced or not. Um, and I mean, just working more harder than any other pro has to work to make his team successful. So, I think, I think they realize that their their plateau or their you know ceiling is going to be you know top four at this point. And I think I think everybody agreed on online that. If you're if you're gonna give Hydra a chance, it has to be now. You can't wait because I mean, like we said, once it becomes you know June, July, I mean that's just that's just too late to give Hydra a chance to bring this team to the next level. Yeah, because because uh, they because New York, I mean, I like this team so much because yeah, me too. Clayster, and I've always been a Clayster fan for ever since. Gosh, the MW two days. Oh wow. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I mean, Clayster, he works hard. He's you know, he's that veteran that can bring a kind of a mid to lower tier team to a top level. And but but still, even without Clayster last year in Modern Warfare, they won a home series, which was their own. <laughs> and and they were rolling so good with especially with Mac on the team. Yeah, I, I said at the beginning of the year that Mac and Clay was going to be the duo to watch out for in the entire CDL season. 
Yeah, I mean he he has a good he has a good um, way of of bringing young, very strong talent uh, up to the top. Um, and I was recently surprised when, and I think everybody was, when they started scrimming without Mac. And now it seems that they're gonna they're gonna actually move forward without Diamond Con. So Mac definitely should be in this roster, and it appears it's gonna stay that way. Yep. Um, now I'm 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 gonna be going at your team here, uh, off <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like. Optic, you know, they got the king, Scum, with one world title. You know, I don't know why they call him king with one world title, uh, with Krim and Clay with three rings, <laughs> and, and Karma, too. Yeah. I mean, come on. Th- this has got to be a team that should be winning every single thing blindfolded and one thumb, you know, behind their hand. <laughs> like, this is a roster, but... I just don't feel like Optic has the communication down pat, especially with Dashy on this team, because Dashy running the AR, uh, I forget it was the QBCs, something like that. Yeah. Um, and Criminal called him out on it for going like tr- double negative, I think it was. And and Dashy ever since then just has not been the same, and especially with that Minnesota Rocker matchup that they had, the the calls and the cues were so off, and that's why Rocker won that. And I think it just came down to communication and trusting that Dashy was going to deliver, but he just didn't. Yeah, I mean they definitely had that off week. That was that was Standy's opening week where they they destroyed Optic, they beat Dallas. I mean. That was that was definitely a rough week, um, and then, I mean, with the way the major ended for them, I mean, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been, but I mean that that accuracy clutch, I guess you'll call it, was definitely heartbreaking. But I mean, Scump and Formal have always been the kind of guys that usually bounce back pretty quickly when they're down. They they you know they buckle up and get things back, and I think Envoy is one of the smartest players. I mean, I'm definitely biased here with being an Optic fan. But, I mean, I think most people agree that Envoy is definitely the, one of the most, you know, uh, what am I trying to think here? I mean, he, he definitely has a leadership role, but he's definitely got a high IQ for the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, I think communication, though, is definitely a breakdown. I don't think um, Scump and Dashy have the highest level of communication and leadership that they might need. So I think Envoy has to step up in that regard. Yeah, and see, you know, when when you start letting one player, you know, in this case being Envoy, you know, try to, you know, bring back that communication, you know, things start melting behind the scenes. And, you know, maybe Envoy is, you know, telling Scum and Dash, look, you know, y'all got to get this communication down pat because I'm tired of saving y'all's, you know, asses pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it- I, will, I mean, one thing I will say, getting back to the – groups is that it's interesting to me that ultra decided to put optic into the other group like they didn't they didn't put dallas so i'm curious as to what ultra see in optic that they don't see in dallas did you notice that yeah i noticed that um isn't that strange it was fairly easy for ultra to just you know hey we want optic in the a yeah you be i mean (laughs) You know, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was just like seconds. It wasn't like, well, I need this person to go here and there. But no, it was just optic groupie right now. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so go, I mean, again, so the group selection was just crazy to see this. You know, I was at work when this group selection was revealed. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Oh my God. Group B is going to be terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah, they're gonna have the, you know, honestly, I bet you there would be like a tie off series match between phase and optic to see who's going at number one. <laughs> Yeah, it, de- it definitely might come down to them. Um, you know, hopefully Optic puts up a fight and you know gives gives them a run for the money phase that is. But um, I don't. I'm as an Optic fan, I'm not 100% confident <laughs> we can we can take down Phase, uh, especially after their their loss to to Ultra for you know to place second. I think Phase is also one of those teams, um, especially if you've if you've listened to the podcast that their coach is on with like Merck and Maven. I mean, he he pushes them to be the best team possible, and I don't I don't think they're gonna let let anything slide moving forward. So I'm, I think we've got a scary phase team moving into stage three uh, and on. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, Atlanta phase. You know, they went they went into their very first series, or not very first series, but they were going into the series with the LA Gorillas undefeated in every single category number yeah and everything then of course gorillas outbeated them in smd but not in the response then you go to the toronto ultra toronto ultra not only beats you in snds but in your response now that is putting you know you know like flares on the mini map saying okay we know their weakness now for you know which for any team that's in group b or group a that faces phase yeah that that's going to show them okay this is their weak point we need to attack that i'm worried about that now because phase you know this happened back in modern warfare where they started off hot they won the home series then after that they it just seemed like they digressed a little bit and you know let these teams beat them and whenever it comes to the serious situations of like winning the home series so how can phase not let this happen like it did in modern warfare do you think there needs to be like a new you know playbook in hand from coach crowder or what needs to happen uh i mean it's it's hard to say because i mean this team is already so good i mean it's like what what could you possibly think of um i think it just comes down to them just not being complacent i mean i mean that that's really all it comes down i don't know how much more you can prove i think i think our cities has been and i mean compared to the other atlanta players our city is definitely going to look you know, weak, but I mean, I think he can improve on a personal level level compared to other main ARs. So I think maybe if Arcides just takes it up a notch, uh, that might put them over over the edge to beat you know teams be be unbeatable again. Um, it, but it's it's hard to say. And I mean, again, we're we're looking at the most competitive league I think we've ever seen. So it, it may be hard to stay perfect. You know. Yeah, I mean, and 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 I've noticed too with like the Atlanta phase, like when they slow things down and start thinking ahead of time, that's when they're the most dangerous. Because I've, I've noticed Sam whenever he is really getting in on it and going like just zigzagging across the map. Yeah, that's when phase are at their lowest. But whenever Sims, you know, backs up a little bit and lets the other players like a BZ, which I think should be a runner-up MVP in my opinion, you know, 
and lets them work their magic, that's when FaZe wins their 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 series over anybody. Yeah. But uh, good point. But a map also that I think they really need to work on is Express S and D. Definitely. Yeah, I think they're zero and twelve at this point. They 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 lost six zero to Ultra, and then that was the dagger that closed out the Gorilla series. Uh, so I mean, yeah, they they definitely have. That's that's by farther. And what's impressive is that they're undefeated on multiple maps in different modes. Like they have like a six zero record on some hardpoint map or control map. And then, yeah, that Express S&D is just a big goose egg, which is wild that you couldn't win a single round um, for a team like that. So, but yeah, so guys, that is the groups right there. You know, what me and Kyle talked about, you know, it's, it's, it's stacked. It really is. Let us know on Twitter and in the comment section below, wherever you are listening to this podcast on, what group do you think will not only be victorious with like the the top tier team but which group do you think is the most deadliest group a or group b so now we're going to switch on over to the london roll raven home series um now of course now land was announced for you know parts of the season and i'm looking at the schedules right now for both you know the majors of ravens paris and empire Paris is not getting no love, like with the um, the, the the graphic design of the Paris Legion home series, but London and Empire is. I think I think that's a team thing. I think the teams set this up, and I mean, if I mean, if you haven't learned anything about Paris, it's that this organization's kind of a joke. I mean, I hate to say that, and it might come back to bite me, but I mean, like this team just just didn't care what kind of roster they ran it seems like they care now especially with the roster move they made with temp that you know they're trying to put some effort but i mean like their jerseys were basic they they barely do any kind of social media stuff i i so i think it's just a team thing i think royal uh, ravens have a great social media presence i mean dallas is obviously a great you know organization under envy so I, i think it's an organizational thing to be honest yeah and um so i i'm looking at this right here Obviously, you know, there ain't no word about land events for, you know, the London Royal Ravens home series, but I'm looking at the Dallas Empire because pretty much the entire CDL franchise is in Texas right now. Yeah. So I believe that's when we're going to get our very first land event. I believe it's going to be the entire home series plus the major three. I don't know. I don't know if they would do it because, like, I mean, imagine, like, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like Optic had to play, I don't know, Phase 
online and then you know and then you know new york got to play phase on lan so i don't think they're going to do it in the middle of the the, the stage they're probably if they do it this stage it would probably be at the major i think that's what most people have come to a consensus consensus on is that it's going to be majors or, or or just the the championship at the end of the year um i don't know i, I don't imagine it being the home series but i could be wrong yeah i mean yeah you're you're, you're right in a way you know wouldn't really see that happen in the midway of the season right there um they could test the waters of course in the major three tournament and maybe yeah. a home series in the stage four and then of course the you know the world championship playoff series definitely will be land i would hope because it that has to be i mean like you can't announce this and then not do the the, the playoffs you know on land yeah, you're gonna have a lot of pissed off fans. Yeah. So, all right. So we're looking at the London Royal Ravens home series Thursday, April twenty second. We're we're only gonna cover the Ravens home series. We won't discuss like you know Paris or Empire. We'll of course you know do that you know in separate CDL Tuesday episodes. But looking at the London Royal Ravens home series to start off Thursday, you got the Dallas Empire taking on the Paris Legion at three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, this is going to be Dallas in the 3-0. I just cannot see Tim adjusting to the the Legion's playbook just that good yet. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we definitely – it's a really nice day to kick matches off. I mean, we see two new rosters playing that day with Temp, as you mentioned, for Paris. And then we also get um, uh, Havoc with, with Florida in the next match. But, yeah, I mean, it, it – it could be a three-one at worst for the Empire. I I think this. I don't know. New rosters have surprised us. I mean, Thieves just went off in the losers bracket with a fresh roster <laughs> the week before. So, I mean, Dallas has been struggling, but I I agree it should probably be Dallas. I think you could easily say that. And put money on it. Oh yeah. Yep. And then uh, Toronto Ultra taking on the Florida Mutineers at four thirty, an hour and a half later. The Toronto Ultra coming off a very hot win over the Atlanta phase from the stage two major. And you get the, the team MVP, Bance, coming off his most incredible performance ever from the stage two, you know, playoffs. Yeah. What, what do you think that the Toronto Ultra is going to have over the Florida Mutineers, even though Havoc is returning to this roster? Ah, I mean, I mean, the momentum's definitely there. I think, I think they've definitely proved themselves that they they shouldn't be considered a bottom team. I don't know. Again, if I'm, I don't think I'm still putting in that in that top spot. I think Phase has still got that based off you know what we've seen throughout the entire year. Um, I think Ultra can't can't get too ahead of themselves. I mean, Havoc could, like I said earlier, spark a fire. Um, I mean, Awakening could definitely wake up. No pun intended. And, and go off um, in the search and destroys and ultra could be in a bad spot. So they've got to take this match very seriously. Um, you know, I think the party's over for the major. You got to focus move on moving forward because you got um, a tough matchup at the end of the week too. Yeah. Like, the, and that's the problem with like certain, uh, just any team that's coming off the biggest win of the franchise's history. Yeah. Is you win the big one and then you, here's, a week off well really two weeks off and 
you're you're starting fresh, and that's what I'm afraid of with the ultra that they're still going to have like the the fairy tale, you know, Im- image in their head, and then Florida is just going to come right in and just make it a nightmare for them. Yeah, I believe honestly, I be- I'm going to take Florida in this one right here in a three two victory. I mean, it, it, I could definitely see that. I mean, again, the I mean, the search and destroys could be a toss up. I mean, Florida has Awakening who could show up at any moment and get double digit kills in a search and destroy and close it out. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, it is a possibility for sure. I don't, I don't know if I feel the same way, but I, I definitely agree. It, it could be a good possibility. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, now moving on to over to Friday, April 23rd, you've got the LA thieves taking on the Seattle surge. I personally am picking, <sighs> Gosh, I, I hate to pick against the Seattle Surge, but I'm picking Thieves right here in a 3-1 victory over Surge just because of the the dominant performance that they had during the Stage 2 Major. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was like a honeymoon kind of thing that that put them over the top to make that loser bra- loser's bracket run. Um, I definitely have faith in, in Seattle. I think this is the best team that – octane's had since the cdl started um obviously last year you you're i mean you can get you you have to get better than last year there's you can't get any worse than last year's team um so i, I mean and pristine has been killing it lately i think he was dealing with internet issues stage one so he's definitely been looking more like himself uh the last last stage so i see search taking this one but i mean there, there's there's no way knowing what you're gonna get from main ar kenny i guess we'll start calling him <laughs> uh i mean that 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 team could could blow off um and blow, blow up a couple of brackets here that you might set yeah yeah i've i've stopped doing the cdl pickums now I really oh yeah yeah that was i mean did you see that i think it was like i don't know how many total submissions there were but like there were six or like eight people that picked ultra to win the entire thing. I mean, like, if that's true, I mean, the whole pickums for the major was was destroyed. Um, so yeah, this could be one of those situations that happens to destroy your bracket. Definitely. So, but yeah, I could see Surge honestly just went in the the very the very first hard point over Thieves, and then which Surge has been that kind of team. They win the very first game in the series, and then after that, they it just seems like they fall, fall flat. Yeah. All right, so going on to Optic Chicago, taking on the London Royal Ravens, the hosties of the London Royal Ravens home series. Uh, Optic, you know, they're devastated. They're looking for revenge. I'm going to say this is an easy 3-0 right here. I think so, too. Um, Something interesting to note um, is this is actually the first time these teams have played this season. Yeah, I think I've seen that on Twitter where you posted that. Yeah that uh, this will be the very first time that these two teams has faced all year long for the CDL 2021 season. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it could be a surprise. You I mean, this is the, this is the Call of Duty League. This is I, a surprise league. <laughs> I think I think it really comes down to Pollux. I mean, we've seen rookies change and transform teams from bottom six to top six. I mean, with Standy, Insight, I mean, Diamond Con even has, has definitely improved, um, you know, uh, uh, New York from what they would have probably been without him. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, if Paul X doesn't 
play like he was playing initially when he first got in. Um, this, yeah, this definitely could be really, really bad for them in their own home series for sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking Optic in a 3 0 right here. Yeah, me too. So now moving on to Saturday, we finally get into our three matches for the entire weekend. And of course, Sunday will be coming up. But Paris Legion <laughs> taking on the LA Gorillas. This is kind of a coin flip. Yeah. Here. I like Gorillas, what they're going into against Paris Legion, but also like what Legion's going to against the Gorillas because, again, it, they're just like the Mutineers. They win what they're supposed to lose and all that. Yeah. Um, but if, if I had to choose, I'm, I'm picking the Gorillas over the Legion in a 3-2 fashion. Yeah, I think, I think something that'll definitely help you predict what will happen for this matchup is how, how, does, how does Paris handle that Dallas matchup? It's it's obviously a very daunting first matchup for your new roster, but if they can take away a map or two, push it to game five for Empire and build some confidence, they definitely could come out in this match and and, and cause an, an upset, if you want to call it. Um, and I think the key player for Gorillas is, is, is going to be Vivid. Um, I mean, a young up-and-comer player. Um, when he's been hot for them, you know, playing, uh, they, they look really good. I don't, I don't think he was the player that, took them over the top for phase. I, I can't recall who that was or if it was like more of a team thing, but Vivid's definitely got to be their star player in order for them to have a chance to uh, close out series. Otherwise, I think this team gets in their own heads um, sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you're right, definitely. What What's going to happen during the Dallas Empire series is basically what you're going to have to go off of with the LA Gorillas series with the Paris Legion. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Rock are taking on the Florida Mutineers. Standy coming off uh, one of the hottest, you know, major performances right now in CDL history for this season, at least, up against the Florida Mutineers. I, I like this series a lot right here, uh, but I'm going to have to say Rocker in 3-2 right here. Yeah, what's what's been crazy recently is how Rocker was the search and destroy team, and and now they're not, and and they're winning the hard points as we saw at the major. Um, I definitely don't see this one being as close. I think I think Rocker tightens up their teamwork and and they get back to their search and destroy roots. And um, again, unless like we talked about with the Ultra series for the Florida Mutineers, unless they really go out and you know punch them in the mouth with search and destroy with awakening and Maybe Skies puts up some good numbers there. I I see this being possibly a 3-0, a 3-1. Um, if if it does go game five, I think Rocker do close it out. Um, so I don't I don't see any other options other than Rocker winning here. Um, but again, it could be a toss up. This could this one this one could very well decide the the standings for this group. I mean, this could be a, a very big toss up match that might pull out those tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. Again, you know, it's just all coming back to the groups of how every group is pretty well stacked. Yeah. Um, Optic Chicago, take it on Seattle Surge. We had this matchup, I believe it was the losers round four. Yeah. Um, it was, I think it was three. It was, it was Optic's first match after losing to Toronto and dropping to the losers bracket. And Optic looked pretty good in that matchup. Um, so you think it gets repeated, but 
uh, this could be a this could even be a bigger toss up than the Rocker Minnesota or Florida match, you know? Oh my gosh, yes! Like that that would be devastating to uh, like lose to like bottom tier teams like that. Like Seattle Surge outbeating Optic, you know that that would probably go down as like the craziest moment. I would think even over the Minnesota Rocker match against Optic. <laughs> Because, you know, Octane, he is just a veteran that needs these wins to keep his, you know, reputation alive. I mean, he's got a good reputation anyways, but, you know, for him to be a well-respected player, he is getting the trashiest teams. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, gosh, I'm, I'm still going to have to go Optic right here in 3-1. Yeah, I, I got to pick Optic here too. Um, yeah, I I definitely don't hope it's close, but I, I definitely could see it being close. I think Surge are definitely improving, um, but it, it definitely could be just a repeat of that major uh, losers bracket matchup we just saw. So, so now we're getting on to the very last three matches of week one right here in stage three and. Kickoff Sunday, we have the LA Thieves taking on the London Wolf Ravens. I'm, I I think this is London's best chance of winning this this week. Obviously, they they I don't think they have a good chance of Optic beating Optic, but I think if they beat the Thieves, that may help them keep momentum through the rest of the the stage and and maybe pick up you know a good amount of um, wins to have a good spot in the major, but. Um, I think this one is a toss-up. I would probably put it more towards Thieves because at that point, I think they're probably going to have their teamwork down enough to put up good uh, good numbers to win the series. Yeah, so so you're picking Thieves in, right? Yeah, I, I probably would go like a 3-1. It could be even a 3-0. I, I, it, it's hard, I mean, because this Thieves team is so new. We, we got a small glimpse of what they've got, but – I mean, who knows what they've been doing the last two weeks preparing for these matchups, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel comfortable with Thieves right here. Uh, man, and, and for anyone listening, you know, I'm not throwing shade at the Ravens. I want them to be a top-tier team. I want every team to be a top-tier team for Pete's sakes. But yeah, you, you just got to go off what you see. Yeah. Um. Atlanta phase, you know, this is the first time we have seen them all week. And they're going up against the New York subliners on that Sunday. I'm personally taking Atlanta phase in a 3-1. They're still going to have some S&D problems, but they have totally fixed what was wrong with their respawn against the Toronto Ultra, and they took it out against the subliners. I'm picking phase 3-1. I mean, I definitely do see a good majority of outcomes where FaZe wins this. Um, to highlight this match, this is Hydra's CDL debut. Um, so his first matchup is FaZe, so welcome to the league, Hydra. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have a tough time, you know, putting up numbers against Simp and Abizi and uh, Selim and our cities for that matter. But, I mean, this this could be – I mean, this could be the start of New York's, you know, streak of uh, – I mean, they could, they could start running – um, the table and, and start winning matches back to back. I mean, Hydra could be, I mean, everybody's joked that he was the French simp when he got announced onto this roster in the off season. Um, so, I mean, he, this, this could be New York's chance to possibly 
pull a big upset this week. Um, I don't think I want to pick New York, but I, I definitely think it'll be close if, if Hydra has a, a strong debut. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, if, if, you, if you're Hydra going into this, you know, you're – you you need to at least get the kills and the objective time to really showcase that yes, I do belong on this team and yes, we can win against top tier teams. Even though we just got our asses kicked by phase, we can still approve upon this right here and beat them later down the road. Um final matchup of the day, you got the Toronto Ultra taking on the Dallas Empire. Uh, this is a toss-up. I want to see what you say first before really who I pick. Yeah, so for me, this I mean, this is a pretty good highlight match as well as this is a rematch of the loser's bracket final match we just saw in the major two weeks ago uh, where Ultra obviously took it and then won the whole thing. Um, I think this really just comes down to, you know, is Bance going to continue his streak and can Crim6 gather the troops to – start winning again. I mean, this is a team that is built to demolish. I mean, you've got three talented young players that just won the whole, you know, season last year. Um, and I, I think Krim, Krim's probably really disappointed with their results, um, you know, even though they've definitely been a top three team the entire season, no doubt about that. Um, I, I don't – I haven't personally thought that Ultra will continue that spark. I think – I could I could definitely be wrong, but I I don't think I don't think that's going to be the case here, and I think it's going to be close. Um, I don't know. This one could just come down to you know one kill and a control. I mean, um, I, I'm probably going to pull Dallas. I think Dallas wins. I'm going to say three two. It'll it'll be close. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was kind of leaning towards was three two. Um, right here, and and of course I'm big an ultra in this series right here. Okay. I think, I think they can, you know, carry the momentum just a little bit. But Crim Six Man, he is definitely going to give him a run for his money, especially Shotzi, Illy, and Huke, all three of them together. You know, especially Shotzi because, you know, during the entire preseason, you know. Shotzi was definitely looking for like map exploits pretty much in the in the, <laughs> yeah. in the pro rotation. And that's what really makes Shotzi stand out a lot. You know, he can really find these line of sights that no oh, no other pros can. And that's what I really like about the kid. And that's what I think is gonna make the series tight is Shotzi with his ability to exploit some map features and get an advantage over the Toronto Ultra. But still. He's he's definitely been their most consistent player. Um, I think I think for Dallas, it really comes down to Hook. I mean, he was the MVP candidate in stage one. I mean, like no doubt about it. And then, I mean, I think he fell into the bottom like half of KD and and other other stats um, this past stage. So I think they need Hook to come back to that stage one form. Um, and I, I think that, I think Krim is definitely the person you want to to push these guys to get back to their championship caliber like they've had in the past, like last year. Oh yes, for sure. So I'm making the Toronto Ultra three two in this series, and that pretty much wraps up the Wonderful Ravens home series event. And of course, then the following week 
April 29th through May 2nd, you will have the Paris Legion Home Series, but we're not going to get into that discussion, but we are now finally getting into the last part of today's segment, and that is fantasy. You know, Kyle, I'll let you go ahead and just take over, but what kind of, you know, fantasy stats should, you know, like, you know, watchers like me be looking forward into this stage three right here for fantasy terms? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, if you're familiar with fantasy football, fantasy soccer, any any sport, I mean, it, it's hard to predict things, but some key things that I prepared for this was new players. Uh, typically on Draft Buff, when new players come in for their debuts, they have low salary prices. Um, and when we're talking about the Draft Royales in this case, where you have a budget you work with, um, so new players like Hydra and Havoc are definitely must-haves on your team. Um, I obviously would pick up Hydra for your draft rail just because even though they're playing phase, if he puts up even decent numbers at a low price, he's going to have, um, you're, you're going to, you're going to rank in a lot of points. Um, and if you're in an, you're, if you're in a draft league, um, where you draft your players, like you would for fantasy football, pick him up. I mean, he's, he's definitely going to be a star. If he doesn't go off this week, it, it should just be a matter of time. Um, so he, I would say those are probably the two big highlight players. Um, and then something just to mention is, and I, I recently, uh, helped draft bus, uh, post this on their account, um, with Pristini, his average score increased by 28 points from stage one to stage two, which is like double than the second best player, which I believe was Vance. Um, so Pristini's definitely on the up and up. I, I would probably gamble on him. Um, and then for final kind of things, um, specifically focusing on the matchups this week, you've got to get an optic player. I mean, we, we definitely said that the surge match could be a toss-up, but they, they should definitely manage to beat London pretty handedly. So you're going to be able to get a lot of points from someone like Dashi, who's because he struggled a little bit last stage, he's definitely cheaper than he's been when it comes to draft Royale. So you've definitely got to get him. Um, Formal's a good option too, as he was top six for average points in stage two. Um, so he's a great pick. I think he's a little bit more expensive than Dashi for this week. Um, and then just to wrap things up with fantasy, um, or at least for the pickums I've got, um, you've, I mean, if you can get Standy, which you should be able to get Standy in your draft Royale because you're picking up Havoc or Hydra at a low price, but he's been by far the best player since he joined the CDL fantasy-wise. He's the Christian McCaffrey right now of fantasy Call of Duty. Um, averaging almost 92 points a week, which is number one overall by, I think, 10 points maybe. I think a BZ second. As, I mean, if you're, if you're happy with picking a BZ, Standy's got to be a choice here. Um, they've, got a, they've got the one match versus Florida, and that could be a, a landslide victory. So Standy could be putting up some big numbers this week for your fantasy team. Sounds great, man. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to get my draft uh, my draft lineup set before anything starts this week. It is going to be crazy of what's going to happen at this home series and definitely you breaking down the entire fantasy stats for everybody listening. It, it's it's, it's going to help them out a lot. Trust me. Uh, but yeah, man, I am. I'm, I, I'm super excited about this. Um, you know, the, 
draft buff definitely you know with their their stats and definitely you bringing them all along here definitely helps out i tremendously love it it's going to help my lineup everybody else is right there but guys definitely give uh kyle a follow on twitter let me put it up on my screen right quick so i know the uh yeah it's kyle clashes at kyle clashes on twitter and have the little spongebob with the uh draft buff hat on yeah <laughs> drinking some uh drinking some optic coffee <laughs> yeah, so yeah definitely give them a follow and of course everything will be in the description below for you for you guys to follow kyle here on twitter but uh kyle do you want to say anything else before we head out on this uh, cdl tuesday uh, yeah, I just I appreciate you hitting me up and uh, doing this. I mean, this again, I told you, um, but I haven't mentioned yet. This first time I've been on a podcast and uh, extremely excited to hear feedback and comments and read comments. Um, but yeah, if you guys hit me up on Twitter, I'm down to answer any questions. I try to post daily uh, stuff for, you know, your, your fantasy teams and uh, pickums and stuff like that for the week. Um, so I'll probably be posting those around the same time this gets uploaded. Uh, so if you're listening and, want to get a little bit more follow-up on on my advice uh definitely check out my account I, I post my stuff there all the time yeah man definitely sounds great and um yeah we we can't can't wait to see all the fantasy stuff come right into action starting this thursday with the london roll ravens home series but guys that will do it for us right here again follow kyle on twitter at kyleclashes.com of course that'll be in the description for you guys to check that out and make sure you are subscribing and liking this podcast wherever you're listening from i probably will have a youtube version of this right here but of course it'll just be audio format but with like a background to it don't know just particularly just yet of what i'm going to do with that situation but we'll be on streaming platforms but guys hope you all enjoy it. and i and kyle will catch you all later peace Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.